0: Everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK.
1: Yo, yeah, what's happening Rush Nation? It's Murph here. It is a weird day to be recording. It is a Sunday. Don't normally do weekend records, uh, but an opportunity came up to do it and there's been a lot of news in the last week. 36 hours I felt it was important to get on and just uh, finish off the week strong with the rest of the free agency transactions um, because the news kind of dips off over the weekend and we've definitely see a huge dip in the amount of transactions but having said that there's been some really significant ones and a lot of key players have come off the board so I thought I would just jump on here really short pod get you all up to speed so that when you're ready for Monday It's literally now a case of let's go. Let's uh, get ready for a new week. And we are put sort of free agency to one side. Still a couple of big players. We will try and mention them where we can. But ultimately, it's now all about um, looking, putting free agency almost in the rearview mirror. So uh, the Giants and Kenny Golladay have finally agreed a deal. Always sort of thought this one was going to happen. And it has They've agreed a four-year, $72 million deal with a max of $76 and $40 million guaranteed. That's $18 million a year. Um, Golliday did spend the night in New York. He went to visit the facility on Friday. He never left New York. They were both keen. Both parties were keen to get this one done, and it is now done. Kenny Goloday is a Giant. I think a lot of people expected that. Keen to get your thoughts, uh, Giants fans, and see what you think on this, but... Um, he is the only one that seems to have beaten the um, tagged receivers, Alan Robinson and also uh, Chris Godwin, in terms of uh, money per year. Um, it's also said by Rapsheet that Galladay to Chicago was a real thing. It wasn't just uh, to try and get Alan Robinson to sign the tag. They really went all in, but Golladay ultimately chose uh, the Giants for the package and also the opportunity to play in New York. So that one is done. Another big receiver off the board, Juju Smith-Schuster. We talked about this. He is returning to Pittsburgh on a one-year deal worth only $8 million. Um, now, the reason it's only $8 million is he actually got bigger offers uh, per Taylor Biscotti. Uh, the Chiefs offered him uh, $8 million with three years in incentives or $3 million in incentives. The Ravens offered uh nine million with four million incentives but he decided himself to return to pittsburgh on a one-year eight million dollar deal um and they've worked it with the cap so the cap hit isn't that strong there's voidable years in there so um they've made it effective and apparently the the deal sort of stalled at 700 uh, 7.5 million and then the extra half a million dollars was what got it done Uh, This one, not surprising at all uh, to me. I started to get a little bit uh, twitchy, but it has happened. The Seahawks have re-signed Chris Carson to a two-year deal worth up to $14.625 So it means that the Seahawks have gone back to Chris Carson. And given what they had on the roster, not the biggest surprise. um, And glad that that one is uh, is done, which is uh, good news for fantasy football fans. We know what we're getting now with Chris Carson. Let's talk about the Broncos. The Broncos have had a really productive 36 hours. First of all, they finally got a deal in place for Justin Simmons. And don't forget, he's been tagged twice. Um, but he does have a deal now. Four years, $61 million deal, $35 million in guaranteed money. This is a big move. One of the best safeties in the NFL. The Broncos would be really happy that they've tied him down because if they didn't get this done by July, I couldn't see Simmons coming back. Um, so this one is done, and they got even better in the back end because uh, the Broncos agreed to terms with Pro Bowler Kyle Fuller on a one-year, nine and a half million dollar deal. It's nine million fully guaranteed. Um, so again, uh, Kyle Fuller knows Vic Fangio. We talked about this earlier in the week. Not overly surprised he's gone to the Broncos, uh, but that's a really good bit of business, and uh, they are so much better in that secondary. And they've got a bit of stability there. And if Fuller does well, I wouldn't be surprised if he re-signed uh, for longer. Uh, the Texans have continued their uh, spending spree. And they have signed Broncos running back Philip Lindsay on a one-year $3.25 million deal with 500000 in incentives. So they have a very crowded backfield now. Because you have uh, David Johnson who restructured his contract. You have Mark Ingram. And now you have... Philip Lindsay, that one's going to be a head-scratcher for fantasy folks, but I think the other two definitely take a a dip down with this news, and Lindsay doesn't give you a ton of upside here. But having said that, as the healthier of the three, he probably has a chance to have a go at this job long-term. Be interesting to see, because I can't see David Johnson being there um, past the year. The Texans are signing as well. On top of that, Jets pass rusher Jordan Jenkins. Uh, to a two-year deal worth $6 million with a chance to make it $8 million. Now, Nick Casario has been very, very busy. So by my count, he has acquired 30 new players via free agency or trade, um, but only one of those free agents has signed for more than two years. So he's clearly brought a lot of guys in to to try out and see what they've got, but that's a huge amount of work in the first seven days to bring 30 new players into your roster. So... They're going to have a lot of guys competing for a lot of jobs and be interesting to see how that one shakes out. But they're a real head scratcher team at the moment, the Texans as to how that plays. The saints will forfeit their sixth round selection in the 2022 draft. Now it looked like they were going to lose a pick in this draft. They've won an appeal, which means that it's actually going to be deferred to the 2022 draft. Uh, They've been fined $700,000 for violations in regards to the COVID protocols during the 2020 season. So they do get their pick back this year, um, and they lose one next year. So the Colts have brought back Xavier Rhodes on a one-year $6.5 million deal. They've been really keen to try and re-sign their own guys, and they seem to be doing a very similar thing to the Buccaneers. Get your own guys under control first. Get them under contract and see uh, what you bring in. So a really big move uh, for them to bring up Xavier Rhodes, who was great last year. Bengals have got more offensive line help. They've signed former first round pick Riley Reef. Um, he is, you know, going to be 32 or he is 32 and he will remain 32, but he has been very productive in the NFL. So um, definitely some help for Joe Burrow there in terms of offensive line. Um, other big news to come out of the weekend so far, the Eagles have signed former Viking safety, Anthony Harris. We've talked about him. Didn't see the Eagles as a player in this, but they have got a deal done. One year, $5 million. And the Cowboys have agreed to terms with former Falcons safety Keanu Neal on a one year, $5 million deal. That reunites Neal with his former head coach, Dan Quinn, who is the DC there in Dallas. That's most of the big news. In fact, that's all the big news, really, that I can find. I am going to read through the rest of the transactions uh, that I have seen over the weekend. Um, I'm sure there might have been one or two more smaller pieces that I've missed, but I've tried to uh, dig as much as possible and find the, the best bits of news that I could. So let's start with just rounding this one up. Uh, defensive end Isaac Rochelle has signed with the Colts. One year, two and a half million dollar deal. It can go up to three million. The Browns have, are bringing back kicker Cody Parkey on a one year deal. Former Eagles punter uh, Cam Johnston is signing a three-year deal with the Texans. Uh, The Bengals, who were going to cut Ryan Finley, and I think I might have talked about this already, but if not, um, they were going to cut Ryan Finley, but they have traded him to the Texans. The Bengals have also released uh, Bobby Hart, offensive tackle, and they've also released their longtime star defensive tackle, Geno Atkins. So they have moved on from a lot of the old franchise sorts of players. Uh, The Texans continue just to keep piling on names they've signed former Chargers O-lineman Coltona and he's agreed to a one-year deal with the Texans Uh, the Patriots are expected to sign former Dolphins and Raiders linebacker Raquan McMillan to a one-year deal Uh, linebacker Brandon Copeland is signing with the Falcons on a one-year deal Anthony Walker, very productive last year, former Colts uh, linebacker. He's signing a one-year, $3.5 million deal with the Browns. I think what the Browns have done in free agency with the the defensive side is is absolutely remarkable to get um, the players they have done, uh, you know, Johnston, Hill, and now um, Anthony Walker. I thought they brought some really good guys in. I don't think they've overpaid in this market at all. The Bills are signing former Seahawks tight end Jacob Hollister to a one-year deal. And that's because their tight end, Tyler Croft, has agreed a one-year deal to sign with the Jets. So Bill's bringing in Jacob Hollister to compete for the starting job. He could be a somewhat interesting late-end tight end throw, but we know they don't overly use the tight end position uh, in, for, for catches and releases too much. He's kind of be a touchdown or bust. Tyler Croft to the Jets, though, is interesting because I don't feel he was overly utilized as well as he could have been. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does in that Jets uh, offense. Uh, former defensive lineman for the Eagles, Malik Jackson, is also signing with the Browns. Again, they just get continue to get better and better in that defense. Titan Dan Arnold. He has agreed to terms with the Panthers. Now, he um, obviously was part of the Saints, and Joe Brady was there, who is now the offensive coordinator in Carolina. So a player that he knows. The term is two years and six million, so he should be slotting into the starting role there. Again, another Tight end for fantasy worth looking at. Former Lions uh, cornerback Desmond Trufant, he's signing a one-year deal with the Bears as a replacement for Carl Fuller. This was an interesting one. So we reported this, that Isaiah Wilson was traded to the Miami Dolphins for a late-round pick swap, a 2021 7th, and then uh, the Dolphins are getting a 2022 7th. The Dolphins have actually cut Isaiah Wilson, former first-round pick, just a year ago. Um, and we talked about this earlier on in in the week, but now he is done, and that means for him that he is, I mean, uh, it's going to be hard for him to get a job in the NFL because you couldn't trade much less than what the Dolphins have done. Apparently, he didn't really want any help from the Dolphins organization. Yeah, he turned up late for meetings post trade, and the Dolphins just didn't want that as part of their culture, so they have cut him. Veteran offensive lineman Ode Abushi uh, has gone to the Chargers, a one-year, two million dollar deal. Former Lions linebacker and special teams ace Miles uh, Killabrew is sent to the Steelers on a one-year deal. Uh, Steelers are signing uh, guard, tackle, slash offensive lineman Joe Haig, who was with the Buccaneers last season and won a ring. Um, he's sort of a backup guy, but very uh, good utility player. Good, good one to have there for the Steelers just in case they go down with any injuries. And the Jags have re-signed punter Logan Cook. Uh, it's a multi year deal and it averages out roughly 3 million a year, a so good money for the punter there. Uh, and Logan Cook gets to keep his job for the next few years. Now, as we've been tracking a week, we've had big players uh, coming off the board. So I'm just going to go with the players that are left with uh, in the top 100 free agents NFL.com uh, rankings that were in the top 30. They were all we were sort of overly used to with, and then a couple of selected others. Uh, and just get a feel for for where they are it's worth noting that of those 101 uh, remaining free agents uh, almost two-thirds of that list have gone off the board so there is only about 35 to 37 players left on that list and that's included a few additions so lots of players gone off that list the three remaining in the top 30 and contentious whether these players should have been in the top 30 to begin with but they are so we'll leave it there Shadavian Clowney uh, who we've discussed at length mitchell swartz is still out there so clearly there's some concern with that injury justin houston who i think again i think he'd probably go back to the colts um, maybe they're just waiting to see how the rest of the market goes uh, the other ones have been tracking eric fisher uh, again who was with the chiefs uh, again coming off injury at uh, daquan jones the nose tackle a bit surprised he's still on the board um uh, you know, he wasn't the best nose tackle here, but he was the best one remaining going into the official league year opening. And adam Konso, I'm not surprised. The Buccaneers are pretty much at cap, so they need to make some changes um, and free up some more cap if they're to bring him back. But the fact he's not signed for anyone else means it is encouraging for Bucks fans that he will re-sign with the team. I just looking at at, at the pieces because they're going to struggle to re-sign officially re-sign. Uh, sue without getting some cap space sorted so that's what they'll need to do Um, so there are still three teams that have yet to sign a free agent from another team they are the super bowl champion buccaneers uh, the packers and the rams rams no surprise with the cap or lack of it that they've got packers i think uh, it's interesting i thought they would have gone in for maybe one of the wide receivers maybe they they look at a ty hilton to hope and see the fact that the markets massively crashed on him that they can get him cheap um, just sort of spitballing some ideas because he is still out there ty hilton that's going to do it for this um just wanted to get a really quick update in just get you all up to speed if something significant drops between now and sort of eight nine o'clock tonight we might get someone to jump on and just do a very quick roundup for free agency but the, given the fact we're only really tracking uh, tracking a handful of guys uh probably not um, unless you know these guys all sort of swarm off the board today, but I expect it to be quite quiet. So don't be surprised if we don't come back with a pod, it just means there's not been that much significant news. But tomorrow, we're going to do a really uh, good pod, we're going to continue our deep dive into the 2020 uh, season by position and look at some consistency and go through that. But um, until uh, tomorrow, Rush Nation, where uh, Stocks and I will be back, don't forget, keep rushing.